0: Greg, Maya, and Betty are not experts, nor do they claim to be. They're just a bunch of nerds who enjoy talking about movies, shows, and current events. So sit back, grab a coffee, relax, and enjoy a brand new episode of All Cued Up.
1: Hey guys, welcome to another episode of All Cued Up. Uh, If you're new to the podcast, we review shows tied to streaming services like Netflix, Amazon Prime, HBO Max, what have you. I'm your host, Greg Deason, with me always is Maya Don Fisher and Betty Badger. How y'all doing this morning?
0: Oh man, Um, I've had a rough morning, like a frustrating morning, but everything will be resolved by the afternoon, so I'm good, I'm good. I'm okay, I'm just frustrated,
1: Uh, you know, I I told y'all fair. Yeah, I know. I, I get it. I totally get it. What about you, Betty?
2: Um, I'm doing good. I have created life. I have many baby sea dragons. <laughs> and so therefore, it's so far a good day. And I the cats didn't knock down day. my background, so I'm happy about that. So That's good.
1: That's good. That's good. Um, well, we are going to review two things today, folks. Uh, we're going to be reviewing the finale of Lovecraft Country. Um, and uh, the why am I drawing a blank on the second thing that we're reviewing? Why, uh, oh, oh, uh, the of Jesus, I had it written down and then I put my notes away and my brain. Um, but yeah, that's all we got on the docket today. Uh, it might be a shorter episode than usual, but that, that's okay. Uh, um, I got I got shit I gotta to do today anyway, so there's that. Um, yeah, I was, I was trying to think of like a conversation to have, but that's why we bullshit before. Um, yeah, let's just dive right into Lovecraft Country, I guess. Uh, so Sunday night, they, they aired the, the final episode of the 10 season or 10 episode season. Um, Everything kind of converged on this one, this, this major plot point that had been kind of, uh, uh, it, it had been driving towards. Um I personally fucking loved it. I, I did too. I, I, I was again, I, I can't stress this enough. When I watch shows, I'm probably playing a game while watching it. My my I don't know what it is about my brain, but it needs like extra stimulation or I or I lose focus. It's bizarre. This is one of those rare instances where it had my attention so strongly I couldn't play a game while watching it. Uh I I adore the like the, the, the route that they went with like saving um saving the girl having to go into that other realm. And yeah. uh, sucks that she, her arm's gone forever, but
2: well she got a better one.
0: <laughs> she did. She did. Trust me. Trust me. It's cool when you get better, upgraded parts replacing old, faulty ones on your body. <laughs> I, for instance, got an upgraded prosthetic leg this week, and my ankle has a shock absorber, and I can bounce on it now. Woo-hoo!
1: It's fucking cool. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I see the future as, uh, you know, everyone's just going to have their brains and robots' bodies. Sorry. Wow. Just. All uh, that that's not a good thing because that happens in the Fallout
0: universe and Robo brains you don't like they are they're not good.
1: Yeah, well, they
0: have
2: created um, they've created a new technique of attaching circuitry to the skin without having to use heat. They're using um, a calcium carbonate and an alcohol paste that you find in um, face masks you use to make your face look nice and then they're attaching the circuitry with that and then the rest of whatever's left can wash off leaving the circuitry intact so what kind of applications that's going to have is going to be very interesting
0: that's pretty fascinating because cybernetic limb replacement that would be amazing
2: Mm -hmm. because the temperatures that they did use were over 300 degrees and the skin obviously can't handle that but with these two ingredients, they're able to attach the circuitry without using the heat.
1: Fascinating.
2: Yeah, it's going to have some interesting implications in the future, near future at that.
1: Yeah. I, I'm, uh, yeah. The medical science is is, is just only going to get better as, as long as there's people, you know, not being giant asshats about it. Um, almost have specifically which people but i'm not trying to <laughs> people. what's that josh or orange,
0: or, orange ones
1: yes yes the orange ones the the specifically the orange ones
2: <laughs> nobody likes the orange ones
1: <sighs> god anyway, anyway.
0: <laughs> um so so you guys both liked the ending very much huh uh
2: yeah i liked it um I know Jeff was not as impressed with it. Um, I think he's had more of the same attitude that you've had Maya in the past few episodes. It's good, but he thinks it could have been better. Um, I do like it. I think it tugged at me emotionally. I don't know if that's me being girly because I'm on my period or if that's just me being, you know, oh, this is really, really good. But yeah, I I really enjoyed the ending and I think they, they left it Open enough for another season but oh, if there's not I'm okay with that too the way it ended, I'm okay if there's not another season, but there definitely should be
1: yeah i'm i'm i, I really want another season, but um it definitely could could just stop here and it'd be fine but um so uh, monday uh I'm online with i think it was monday uh yesterday. Was it yesterday? Okay, <laughs> sorry. Days run together for me. I don't know why. Um, yesterday we were playing Fall Guys, and and uh, I had mentioned to Maya that I had finished the show and that I hadn't finished Bly Manor yet, or I did, but it was anyway. Um, and Maya goes, "Oh, I fucking thought it was garbage." And yeah. I went, "I went, oh, interesting. Uh, that sucks." And and then. Uh, Maya goes, or am I messing with you? And I'm like, all right, just tell me. Did you not? Did you like the the episode or not? Did it change your opinion on the rest of the show? Like, what has going on? So, the floor is yours, Maya, to kind of it, rip the show apart or not.
0: It definitely changed my opinion of the entire series overall for the worse.
1: God damn it!
0: I did not like the ending, and i just didn't enjoy it i didn't i did not care for how it ended that ending was telegraphed and the whole time it's like okay you want me to invest in these characters and you know it's not a happy ending it's not it flat out is and i don't care uh just it's like okay this is going to happen there's nothing you can do to change it you must do this and instead of trying to find a way to work around it's just like oh okay this is it accept it and move on this is going to suck but everything else is going to be great after i'm gone yeah it's so built on that though I'm just saying, i know like, it built on that i'm just saying they could have thrown us a curveball but no they said this is what we're going to do prepare for it well uh, yeah, I just did not like the outcome, and f- it brought this overall show down for me. I it I started off so promising in my eyes, and it just progressively did not get better.
1: That's my opinion, of course. I mean, it's 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 fine. Everyone's entitled to their wrong opinion from time to time. But, <laughs> um. <laughs> Uh, I mean, there's a lot of reasons why I disagree with you. Uh, uh, first and foremost, the show, the show never, never once said, Hey, it could go this direction. It could go completely off this, this other kind of side route. Um, it always said like, it's going this one direction. Just, just enjoy the ride. Um, it is no Watchmen like if I were to sit there and say, I shouldn't do this, but if I were to sit there and say, which show is better, I think Watchmen is better. Hands but, down. But I still absolutely fucking love Lovecraft Country. Between, like you said, invest in the characters. And like, I, I don't understand that because I was fully invested in the characters. Um, It even did a great job at making me invest in characters I didn't think I was going to, like Hipp- Hippolyta. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I thought she was just kind of a side character, and then they were like, "Nope, she's not." And I'm like, "Fucking a." Um, I mean, I don't disagree. Everything was telegraphed. I saw a lot coming. Uh, when um, I, again, you guys know I'm bad with names, so just ride with me here. When uh, Letty's sister wasn't Ruby. Letty's sister, yeah. When Ruby yeah. wasn't Ruby. Uh, I did see that coming. I don't know. I couldn't tell you. I don't remember when I saw it coming, but I saw it before it happened and uh um it didn't bother me because the show had kind of already done that in past episodes. Uh I saw a lot of what was coming before it happened in a lot of situations. Um but for me it wasn't about being surprised, it was about enjoying what it was what it was telling. And that's what I enjoy most about this show. I don't I don't at all agree that the show is a, is is downgraded by its predictability because i think it was giving everything to you for it to be predictable but also at the same time not entirely predictable because um i think it being a lovecraftian story it wants you to kind of feel a little crazy like where the fuck is everything going what am i watching you know that kind of attitude so i i don't know man i <sighs> It's a shame you didn't like it because I I I I was really hoping you would but I was hoping I would too but yeah I just
0: don't make me care about characters for 10 hours and but at the same time keep telling me well this character is going to meet a uh, unfortunate end but yet here we are we're going to keep plodding on but They're dying. But, you know, well, you know,
2: it wasn't just Atticus's story though. It was the story of all of them.
1: Right. I agree.
2: And it's like, yeah, we knew he was gonna die, and they were doing everything they could to stop it. But in Lovecraft stories, if you're gonna if you're fated to die, you're gonna die. There's no stopping it. (laughs) There's just
0: I'm not familiar with any of his stories. You know, like we said in the beginning, I've never read any of his stuff. Um, so,
2: Lovecraft that's
0: an aspect I wouldn't have taken Lovecraft
2: into. started what George R. Martin finished. you liked the character? Oh, I'm sorry, they're dead now. Oh, he's not. finished yeah.
1: <laughs> Martin's Well, yeah, he has not
2: finished, finished it, but he carried that tradition on. I'd
1: every. also I'd also go the route of, of Robert Kirkman uh, outside of the of uh, Walking Dead, the show, the comic. He does not give a fuck on who you like and don't like. If it, if oh, it, yeah benefits the plot, he'll kill. him. Um, but I've watched a lot of things and not just, just outside of Lovecraft where the character's fate is sealed and no matter what they do, it doesn't, it doesn't change. Um, but that's it's, funny it's... you
2: got to remember, it's not just that character's story. Right. It's right. everybody's story. And that's, that was the thing that I liked about this is because it wasn't just about Atticus. It was about all the other people in his life and how they created the story that was around Atticus it wasn't just about him
0: oh no I agree completely and I think it was awesome you know the whole knowing he's walking into basically self-sacrifice to save his family and the people he cares about but at the same time I just don't think it was well done in that regard it made me not care anymore that's what I'm saying it's it's unfortunate I, yeah, it sucks. Well, you're because not really so
1: want to enjoy it. I and can tell you right now you're far from the only one. This this show is actually a lot, pardon me, a lot more divisive than d- divisive, divisive whatever. Um than 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 uh, uh let's say like something like Watchmen where the only people who hated Watchmen were racist. Um I think that the way that the story is told is not for everybody. Straight up. It just it's not going Yeah. To um, and, and- and I'm not denying that there's a great story there.
0: There absolutely is. I just think it could have been presented in a more pleasing fashion, but it just didn't turn out to be that way for me. And that's a personal thing, you know. It's not knocking on the shows. Um, like- well, that's
1: that's what, what yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying is that what I think is the the point to get across here, especially about how you feel about the show, is that how you enjoy your stories being told is not how this story, how this story was told versus the idea where um, versus the idea of like, it just straight up being bad. I think that that's the difference.
0: It's not, it's not straight up garbage. You know, it's not straight up bad. It's just something that I personally don't enjoy the aspect of the way they told the story in that regard. It's just, it's, it's frustrating because you know, like I said, I enjoyed all the characters
1: and I wanted to see more from all the characters. Um, Because I, I for me, like one of the, the greatest aspects to the show was how fucking amazing everybody was in regards to acting. Um Oh, absolutely. They did great jobs, you know, yeah. and in the beginning, you know,
0: you didn't really care much for Montrose but by the end of the show you're like damn you know i feel for him you know he's been through a lot and you see why he is the way he is and you see why he struggled with the things he struggled with and now here he he never got to be the father he wanted to be and then that letter you know here now with my son you can be the chance you get the chance to be the father you always wanted to be you know i mean, you feel for him i just didn't like the overall outcome you're seeing those the, his loved ones carrying his body out and there's nothing they can do. It's just like yay, we did it.
1: Sad. I get it. I, th- I think this is the same uh, a sentiment you could have for like uh, or similar sentiment, not the same. Similar sentiment you could have for like the, the, the prequel trilogy of Star Wars. Um, there's a story there. It's a good story. It's just told really bad in, in a lot of people's minds. Um, no, I agree to a big extent. I agree. Um, I just yeah I just I think that Betty and I don't agree with you on on that aspect I think that it was told beautifully Um, I uh, I know that there's a lot of people out there because I've talked to them that really really hate fate based storytelling where when a story does this and tells you the person's fate and then it happens anyway they hate that because they're like I was expecting it to go a different route I've stopped personally, like stacking my my expectations. Watching a show, um, I just I, I wasn't find that,
0: expecting it to go a different route. I was just hoping it would go a different
1: route. Uh, but but I'm expecting I was it to
0: follow through. You know what I mean? <laughs> Anticipating the most likely and worst outcome, but hoping for a better outcome. But no, still getting the shit into the deal.
1: I, 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 I don't know, man. Like I, whenever I've I've done that in the past, where I where I kind of go with the expectations of things, my expectations are never met, and so I've stopped. You know. I've just stopped doing that entirely. Um, and I, I think that's the thing with this show is I was just. I was just enjoying the ride, and I say enjoying the ride to an extent because there's a lot of shit in the show that is terrifying outside of the Lovecraftian stuff. I'm talking about the the racist shit. Oh, yeah. And uh, Again, as we've said in the past, I think it's where this show really
0: shines is the very accurate portrayal of the horrors and just absolute sickening behavior of the treatment of black people and, you know, the social issues of the, t- of the day. Uh, and this episode didn't really do that either. Like it was no, just... It didn't. just a brief moment, you know, it's just,
2: mm. well, how did y'all feel about what D did in the end?
1: Um I think that that for her character is going to become a, a bad thing. Um, I think that if we get a second season, it's going to be a lot of her kind of like, I have this new ability, this new power. Her actually full on killing somebody. Like I hope they play into the psyche of that, as I think that if you're doing a Lovecraft story, you should play with psyche a little bit. Uh huh. Um, and I and 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 from past. Stories that I've enjoyed when it comes to uh, characters who have never killed and then do kill—it's um, never a good thing. So, yeah, and she's
2: I, so young.
1: That—that that yeah. too. That too. I, I love
0: to see the comeuppance of somebody who deserves it, but I don't like to see it at the expense of a young person's innocence. It depends on the story. I think that, it depends on the
1: story. In this case, I don't think it was good. I, yeah, I disagree. <laughs> I think it's going to play very well. I think that she's.
0: Oh no! I don't mean that it was. I mean that it's not good for her at all.
1: Oh, good. For... Got gotcha. yes. No, no. You know, it's not good. It's not good for her. She's. It. It. Yeah. No, I agree. It's not. It's not good for her. She will. Uh, it'll adversely affect her.
2: Do you think it's mostly because of? the experiences she's gone through or do you think that whatever infected her is still in her to an extent or maybe both?
1: Uh, It's a good question. I don't know. I mean, if it is still in her um,
0: combined with those two things. Yeah. Yeah. I think you got the teen angst, the frustration of her mother, not being there. Damn. The reason she just wasn't there. You know, uh, combined with the influence of the two demon uh, girls that took hold of her, combined with the influence, you know, the experience of losing her best friend to a brutal murder, combined with losing her father to a murder, being lied to about it, combined with the whole wow, white people have been fucking with my family with magic. Magic's a real thing. Now she's got this fucking cybernetic arm, and she's got these two fucking hellhounds that are at her beck and call all of a sudden. Was it two or one?
2: That's just one. Have oh, you noticed that one?
0: The one attacking is, yeah, the other one. Yeah, that's that, right. yeah,
2: that, that the one that's protecting them that I call Spot, <laughs> he's black, <laughs> and the rest of them are white.
1: I didn't notice that. I did notice that. I did notice that. I was like, oh, that one's lighter colored.
2: (laughs) They're all lighter colored except for Spot.
1: Oh. Yeah,
0: just all those things. It's a lot of negativity and darkness for such a young mind that it's still developing. That's just fucking like future
1: supervillain right there. Yeah, it's a recipe for disaster. But I think... But it could
2: go good. That's the thing you gotta remember. While she may be going through some trauma and stuff right now, that means that she has a chance to build character and become a good person as well, if she can learn from her mistakes.
1: I think that definitely needs to be an entire huge yeah. That that sorry, Greg, go ahead. I I was gonna say I think that needs to be a plot point for season for season two. Yeah, her trying to figure out what she does with this newfound power. Um but yeah. I also think that like again a, a huge aspect to to Lovecraft that I've always really enjoyed is the descent into madness. We didn't get that this season at all. Like nobody went into a like a just straight fucking losing their goddamn mind. Um literally when like Cthulhu speaks to you you go you go crazy. Like genuinely. Like that's part of the lore.
2: Typically, um, yeah.
1: <laughs> typically. Yeah, yeah,
2: you you can't well, you know, that's like why the Christian God has the Metatron because his voice would make people basically right, heads would explode. So, you yeah. know, that's, that's, that's old school God magic right there. But with this one, I thought one of the interesting aspects at the end is when Letty told her that, she, you know, when Christina said, you cut me off from magic, she's like, not just you, all of you, it now belongs to us, you know? Yeah. And it's like, So how's that going to play out if, you know, only one race has magic?
1: I mean, that's, I think that's another exciting aspect to season two that I hope that, I hope it gets renewed for season two. Mm -hmm. Um, Is uh, now that the tables have been turned in regards to that, like the cops that didn't die, like how many cops still exist that use magic? How's this going to play out? How's this going to work? Is this an alternate reality to ours in regards to where that shit actually exists? So what if, let me, let me throw this out there. What if season two doesn't take place right after season one and it takes place like 50 years in the future from season one, it like takes place in the nineties and because of the magic shift, everything's different.
2: Well, I wouldn't want it to go that far in the future, but maybe 20 years, 25 years, 30 years, that'd be okay. You know, I still want to. because, again, though, I mean, this is going to have some major implications because it, magic is such a unique thing in each universe that it's put into that, you know, I don't know how magic in this world works to the extent of you know, does it if if it loses one vessel, is it going to automatically find another one? Are there going to be a bunch of, you know, normal people just walking around suddenly getting slammed with magic because it needed somewhere to go and you had a spark, you know, and it can't go in the white people now. So,
1: well, that's what I think if it did go into the future, that question would be answered like in episode one. Like it would give you a, the pretense to, to know exactly like how the world has shifted in regards to that. Um, I love. I, I'm a big fan of ambiguity when it comes to storytelling. Uh, I love like leaving a show having questions. I don't know why. I, I, maybe I'm weird like that. But like one of my favorite movies is No Country yeah, for Okay, thanks, Mike. I appreciate it um <laughs> One of my favorite uh movies is uh no Country for Old Men because yeah. there are a lot of unanswered questions at the end of that movie, and uh when people sit there and say like they hated the ending because they don't know what happened to anton Sugar or like half the other characters, and I go, that's the point because James Earl Jones character is the main character of the story, and you only know what he knows yeah um i want that ambiguity for this show in some fashion i want to 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 have questions that either a get unraveled as the season goes or um which this show did it did do but i want to go into season two not knowing what happened in the past some odd amount of years and like we figure we find it out i'm cool with also a season two that takes place like, it starts with Atticus's funeral or some shit like that. Like, I'm okay with that, too. But. Yeah, just we'll
2: nice. just have to wait and see. I am hopeful for another season.
1: I'm very hopeful, yeah. This is, uh... I feel like this is the exact opposite of of my feelings towards, uh... Cobra Kai. Hmm. <laughs>
2: I did notice that on IMDb, this episode did not get as good of reviews as some of their past episodes, which I think is more in line with, uh, Maya and Jeff's feelings on it.
1: Yeah, no, I, I, there was a, there's a, um, streamer that I follow on Twitch or Twitter that, uh, that he was, he was basically saying like, I feel like this show, it's storytelling is really poor and yada, yada, yada. And, um, when, uh, when I looked through his comments, there was like it was like half people disagreeing with him half people agreeing with him. I I think that this show, in in some weird way, caused this divided. Uh, um, the one thing that everyone agrees on, the absolute one thing that everyone agrees on, um, is the theming of it being, uh, um, the, the the racial overtones of the show. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, the acting—nobody disagrees that that's fucking. So oh, the
2: acting is, yeah, the acting is so good. I mean, they have picked amazing actors for each and every one of these characters, and I've—I've I've loved that.
1: Yeah, I think. uh I, I've nobody's disagreed with that. It's—it's it's all about the storytelling. That's what anyone makes a argument against. So. Um, I
2: do wonder the baby. What this baby's got some powers already. That's quite obvious.
1: You're talking about um, Atticus's kid. Yeah, the yeah. fetus. Yeah, <laughs> the thing. Well, yeah, that, yeah. i say yeah, because because Letty has the uh, the the vulnerability scar and uh, um, not to mention you know the the whole past of Atticus's family. Mm-hmm. So there there's a lot there that.
2: Well, it's like after Christine knocked her out of the tower and she had taken away the protection, you know, when she left that one time, right before they got everything together, she took away her protection spell. And then after she fell and she's laying there, she's dead. She comes back to life and that protection spell comes back. So my theory is, is anything that that fetus is exposed to, it can automatically learn and do itself. Yeah. So that's, that's probably why it showed back up is the fetus George put it there. So I'm very curious is, is George going to be like the next Christ or something? This is really weird.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And, and we know that going through that portal, uh that, that Atticus went to into the quote unquote future wasn't exactly his future, it was his yeah. future. Um so there's a lot there as well when it comes to how that could play out. But yeah, I think uh I I, I don't know what else I can say about the show. I mean I, I I I fucking absolutely loved it. So um you guys want to give a grade and move on to the next one?
2: Yeah I'll start. I'm going to give it an A-plus overall. I really, really enjoyed the show. I really enjoyed um, the aspects of Lovecraft and, you know, what it was like to be black in that time period. I think the, they mixed those two so well. And the storytelling, I think, was fabulous. I, I love the characters. The acting was spot on. I mean... They did such a good job with the Lovecraft adaptation. I'm very impressed, and I'm really hoping there's a season two. Maya, what are your opinion? Well,
1: I was gonna before before Maya goes. I was just gonna say real quick. I mirror what you say. I give it an A plus as well for the exact same fucking reasons. Yeah. Um. So I don't need to. I don't need to give a final like mm-hmm. an A plus for me. A plus from Betty. Maya, go ahead. For yours. I'll give it a. B plus
0: overall for this overall series. I mean, it's good, but I was personal personally disappointed with how it turned out, how it ended. Uh, you know, I did, I would have enjoyed a different ending, um, but it's just the some of the choices they made with the storytelling is what detracts from it. It's nothing against any of the actors themselves. It's nothing against, um, you know, the way the show was beautifully shot, the musical arrangements, everything that was great. It's just the actual storytelling presentation pulled it down for me. Uh, And it's unfortunate because there's a great story there. And it's just like I said, personally, for me, I didn't enjoy the way it was told all the way through. But it's still a good show. It's better than an average show. It's just not a great show to me. Oh, two a, a, a B is not bad. No, <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> um, no, I just can't heap the praise on it. That you know, I, 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 yeah, yeah. I would love to be able to, but I just can't. That's
1: fine. I,
0: I think that uh, it's still worth a watch at least once.
1: Yes, that's right. Absolutely. I do. I do feel, I will say, I feel like that from experience and I could be wrong about this, but I think a lot of people who feel like you do, Maya are, are definitely people who are not familiar with how Lovecraft tells the stories or how Lovecraft stories kind of go in the first place. So that's
0: a possibility because, you know, as we've stated, I have no familiarity with Lovecraft. Yeah. <clears throat>
1: um
2: I mean really what how, just out of curiosity how would you have liked the ending to have gone?
0: Um Well, I would have obviously liked to have seen you know Atticus survive. Um I would have also liked to have seen um you know him actually having a more direct hand into the comeuppance of Christina. Um, maybe like a m- battle of magic between them, not just her <laughs> slitting his fucking forearms all the way open and watching his blood drain out while she talks. Just like, <clears throat> yada, yada, yada. Come on, throw down and give me some battling. But yeah.
1: I okay. don't know. You're. GI Joe ass brain just wanted some more combat.
0: (laughs) Well, I'm sorry when I think of magic, you know, there's so many things that I think of that. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of it is more like, let me show you what my power can do versus what can your power do against mine. And instead of just like, okay, I'm going to say this incantation and this is what's going to happen. Well, no, I can't let you say that incantation. Because I don't want that to happen. Well, it's going to happen, and you're going to be a part of it, and you're going to die. Okay, but no, but okay. Here we go. Have my blood. (laughs) (laughs) It's so.
1: I think think it's really funny to me is that your your critique of that stuff. I I enjoyed. Like, (laughs) yeah, it's really funny. It's the thing. The the exact thing that I was like. That was cool. You're like. <laughs> yeah, I was
0: underwhelmed. That's I funny. Was Just, I was, I was underwhelmed. I wasn't even whelmed.
1: <laughs> just whelmed me. Just, I just <laughs> want to be whelmed. I don't have to be overwhelmed. Just look whelmed. You know, technically, that the word whelmed does mean overwhelmed. It's just we use it incorrectly as a society. So it's just kind of, of course of we fun. do. <laughs> we use so many things incorrectly. It's true. <laughs> I think it's funny. I, st- I still say overwhelmed when I feel overwhelmed <clears throat> instead of saying whelmed because nobody fucking says whelmed for that. I know. I know. We should totally have to make
0: it a thing. Hashtag whelmed. Make whelmed a thing. <laughs>
1: All right. Uh, shall we move on to uh, Haunting a blind Manor? Sure. 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 Uh, so, yeah, season two. Let's, this- it was perfectly splendid. <laughs> uh, <laughs> fun fact by the way, I, I mentioned this to uh Maya and uh Andy last night. We were playing games. That little girl is the voice of Peppa Pig. Oh, and she's perfectly splendid. That's gonna be a whole thing, huh? Everything is perfectly splendid, sir. So happy I started this podcast. Um, aren't you? <laughs> So yeah, this this show is an anthology series based on other horror books from the from the past and and I'm I'm glad that that Netflix is okay with that. I'm glad that Netflix is going that route because I certainly did not want a sequel to fucking Hill House. I did not need a sequel to Hill House. Um so uh Yeah, I like what did you guys think of the season? What like thoughts?
2: I loved it, honestly. I really did. I thought the storytelling was Really good. It had that that otherworldly vibe you look for in a good ghost story. You know, um, I don't know if you guys have ever watched The Living and the Dead. It was a BBC thing that came on um, Amazon. Um, I've not. It was really good, and this had some aspects of that, and kind of a feel like the others in a way. It's like you could feel almost like there's someone in the house that's not in the house, you know, it. I, yeah. I love the whole thing. I just thought it was fabulous.
1: Um, uh, oh. good.
0: Oh, I was just going to say, I really enjoyed it, but I loved the fact that it was a love story. Loved yeah. It, it was in the end, you know, she says to her, you said it was a ghost story, but it was a great love story. It absolutely was.
1: Yeah. Um, a, a huge aspect to Hill House and now Bly Manor that I absolutely fucking adore and, and Hill House to a lesser extent because it was more about family than it was um, like loving another person. Um, still love is love or whatever. Um, is the uh, the attitude of the double entendre of the word haunted. Um mm-hmm. absolutely adore that you can be haunted by things in your past, you can be haunted by thoughts that you have and 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 things like that, but at the same time be haunted of, of uh, like by actual ghosts. <laughs> um and this show I think did that really well. Did really, really well, especially like with uh the main character's past with her, you know, ex-fiance. Like let me ask you this: Did you think she was actually being haunted by him, or did did you just pick that as like it was just her? The guilt was haunting her.
2: Um, you know, I really think that I, I think her guilt let him haunt her. That I think that's the way I would put it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is- I'll, I. I. I- I can agree with that and you notice that once she let that guilt go you never saw him again
2: yeah
1: that's why I took it that he wasn't actually haunting her that it was that it was just a representation of her guilt um, but I love the way that it's filmed because you can take that either way and you're not wrong you you're just not wrong you you're, you're uh, that's why I love this show you can you can watch it and just be like, yeah, that's that's an that's an actual ghost, and he's not going to leave until she forgives herself.
2: Yeah, because it wasn't her fault. Right. It's horrifying. I would not want to be her. That's that's just fucking shitty. But <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, there were so many stories within stories, and you know.
0: The way they, they were perfectly splendid.
2: The way they wrapped it up in the end, you know, with her telling the story, I, I thought that was beautifully done. Amazing. You know, it was just yeah, like the whole thing was fabulous. So, it enchanted um, me from the beginning. So
1: I have a question for both of you. Uh, um, and and I'm, I'm interested to hear your guys' opinion on this. So my, my buddy, Andy, that I play, that, that Maya and I play Fall Guys with, he's been watching with his family. Well, his kids aren't as interested, obviously, but they watched all of of Hill House, and now they're watching Bly Manor. And, uh he uh he was telling me like he was like he was going through it in his mind of, about his thoughts and his his ideas of what's gonna happen and I'm just being absolutely silent and uh one of the things that he said that really interested me that i i did not think of it from this perspective was he goes so the 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 um uh the like religious housekeeper i can't remember her name for the life of me um mrs gross mrs gross uh that mrs gross was was dead he was like, he was like, oh yeah, she's dead. She fell in the well. And I went, did she though? Because in my mind, uh, but prior to, to the last episode, she wasn't dead. That she had envisioned her death. But it was a representation of her losing control versus her actually being dead. Um, so yeah, when it revealed that she had actually fell into the well and was dead, I was like, oh, okay. How did I interpret that differently? I don't know if that's just me reading more into shit than than is actually there, which is totally possible. But uh, did you guys ever think that at all, or was it like in your mind she was actually dead?
2: I think in my mind she was actually dead, but you know, again, I knew I was watching a ghost story, so
0: (laughs) the the very first episode, I thought she was dead because she wouldn't eat.
2: Yeah, that was a big indicator. I did not.
0: like, she wouldn't uh, eat. She's like, "Oh, I ate earlier. I'll save it for later." And you never saw her eating. Yeah, and she one. was always she always had something, and she appeared to be drinking. You know, but, but she, she never wouldn't saw eat.
2: her put anything in it.
0: You you never you know you would see her lift a cup to her mouth, but did you ever actually see her take a drink of anything?
1: No. Uh, as a matter of fact, I, I can tell you this right now because it didn't. That never dawned on me. I thought that that was just a. Uh, Something to do with like the way that they were filming it, like you just never like it. Didn't dawn on me that that was an actual clue to her being dead. Um, and no, like, she I tried, that she from tried the
2: very start,
1: <laughs> she tried a couple of things,
0: but she wouldn't actually eat. She did try, uh, what was her name, Hannah? Yeah, she tried her tea and said it was dreadful. Um yeah. You know, and when Owen was making the cake batter and they were saying, what well, does it need, more strawberry or more lemon? He made her try the cake batter. But, and she was drinking wine at the fire. Now, we saw that with, um, what's his name? The guy that was in love with the housekeeper. Uh, uh, Owen? No, no, not Owen, not Housekeeper, I'm sorry. The first uh, the first au pair, Mrs. Oh, Jessel. Uh,
1: yeah, what the fuck was his, what's his name? Christopher?
0: I need to pull up a cast list. Yeah. Anyway, we saw that he could, after time, manifest enough to actually touch things and hold things, but only if he was very focused. Hannah didn't realize or not Hannah was it Hannah Hannah Gross was that her name? Hold on, I'm pulling up IMDB <laughs> oh, that's funny well, okay. you know I, it's been a week since I watched it and
1: I want to it doesn't make matter. Sure that I finished I, have... I finished it two days ago, and I can't remember half the characters' names, but I guess that's also me versus you, but I'm terrible with names. I told you that like when I would work at school districts, uh, unless people were wearing name badges, I would forget. Like I'd walk into the into the cafeteria and they'd be like, "This is uh you know, like, Rebecca, Sarah, and and Jamie, and get to work." And then like 15 minutes later, I'm like, "I remember none of your names." Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's just okay. So the main the main character was Danny, Danielle. She was the main au pair. Hannah Gross was the housekeeper. Now, the one I am thinking of Uh, was mrs jessel rebecca jessel the guy that was uh in love with her was peter quint yeah so we could he couldn't manifest and touch touch certain things without extreme concentration but he knew he was dead she didn't realize she was dead so because she didn't realize she was still had a great deal of control. And it was only with that realization, oh no, that's when she started disappearing.
1: Yeah. Well that's and and that's like a few like there's a few things I did see coming and there was a few things that I didn't. Uh I knew that uh I knew that the guy that like there was the the, the oh god, what's his you just said his name. The guy that was in love with the old little yeah. Peter Peter Quint. Peter. Peter Quint. I knew that Peter was dead. Like I, I had already figured that out, but they hadn't like solidified it yet. And I but then when like I was just like, but now I just need to know how he dies. Um because again, and I can't stress this enough, the, the ghost of him before they like revealed him as a major player into the whole thing. Um uh I thought that that was that wasn't him or that it was a, um, because then it, when, the, when the cop came in and they were like, he's missing, we have no idea where he is. And he took a ton of money. Um, I uh, I was I was wondering like where he had gone, if he was actually okay. not there. Like there was a lot of stuff I was questioning because I was like, I don't know if he's dead or not. And then when they revealed how he died, I was like, okay, now I just have more questions.
2: All right. <laughs> Yeah, that, you know, again, that whole thing was interesting. Watching it, you know, it was like, you know, he's dead. It's like, what did you do? You know, because I know he didn't take off with all that money. He wanted to. He He's going to. What the fuck happened? You know, because you knew something bad had happened. And yeah, it did.
1: Uh, I will argue I, I, I am not a fan. I am really, really, really not a fan of how they told how the house became haunted. In the penultimate episode, and then really, uh, yeah, I didn't like how they did that to me. It's a that was probably my favorite episode, yeah.
2: I like that too.
1: Um, the reason I don't like that is I, I really, really don't like when stories deviate from the main plot like that. I, I, it drives me fucking nuts. Um, I didn't say the story was bad, and the story that was told in that episode is great. I don't like that it was a completely separate episode from the entire plot. Well,
2: you know, the um, thing is if you look at that episode and look back at the other ones, that story was being told without you knowing it was being told.
1: Right. Right. And, and I think for me, it would have been better if that story was told maybe a little bit earlier. I don't like it at the penultimate episode. Like the last episode we see uh, uh, the, you know, the, the au pair is being grabbed by the ghost by the throat and the episode cuts. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like what's the next thing. And then we have to sit through an hour of that. I'm like this. I, I hate that. I, I liked
2: it. I liked it because, again, you know, it gave me because I I was wondering about those muddy footprints and why do these keep playing in so much? You know, I mean, so I liked that they told the story and, you know, it kind of tied a few things together and it gave rise to the ending, you know, of um
1: no, I again. It's the placement of the episode. I have to. I have to clarify that it's it's where they showed it that I don't like.
0: I don't think you could have placed it anywhere else and had it had the impact that it did, though.
2: Yeah, I think if you'd I, done it too I, early, you wouldn't have been able to tell parts of the story that were told, like uh, you know, Hannah finding out she's dead. I don't think it would have been as impactful if we had known the full story of the house beforehand. You know, if, if they told that story beforehand, I don't think it, it would have fit well to go on with the story how they told it.
1: I don't I don't agree with that, per se. I think that they could have told it a little bit earlier, like. Shortly after. um, uh, Like shortly before the situations that happened um, where Peter Quint and uh, the older old pair were trying to like permanently uh, possess the kids. I think you could have told it before that and it'd be fine.
2: I I don't, I really don't. I, I think that needed to wait because you know that that was a big part of the story, but you needed to hear what happened beforehand before you told that big thing. And then you could tell the end. I it's kind of like a poetic edda, you know. You there's a certain way it has to be told and I think that's the way it had to be told otherwise it wouldn't have worked as well as it did but that's my opinion.
1: Oh, it's fine. I we don't, we don't have to agree on everything. Um just cuz just cuz we agreed on Lovecraft country. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay, Greg. You're allowed to have your own opinion. Oh, no, you don't. Get to right. yeah, that's not how it's, this works.
0: <laughs> uh, yes it is.
1: Uh no, I just yeah, I think I think from, from a certain perspective, I get where you guys are coming from, where it was placed. And obviously the, the director did that intentionally and whatnot. Um, I just, I just prefer that backstory to be told at, at a different time. Um, <laughs> to me, it was the way that the story was told and the point of it and, and everything that went involved with it was in a, in, in a, in a way innocuous to the, to the major plot that was happening with the other characters. Um, all that did was fill in gaps that you didn't have before, and I feel like those gaps could have been filled out either throughout the entire season, told in a, in in a slightly different way. But I know why they did it outside of outside of how it was told. It was told like somebody was telling a fucking story at a dinner party. <laughs> like yeah, that's well, that's what it was. Right? Exactly. Exactly. So I get it. I just am not the world's biggest fan of that. So. Um, but it didn't, it didn't degrade the show for me. It didn't like kill anything for me. It was just, I was like, I kept sitting there thinking, like watching that episode, like, are we going to get back to the, you know, the au pair getting fucking choked out? Like, are we getting back to that anytime soon? No, this is the whole episode. Got it. Cool. So that was, that was my thought process. Um, but, uh, that's really like my only complaint about this show. Um, I think back to when, how this story was told let's let's omit episode eight and just go with the eight episodes that are the, the main plot. Right. I think that this, this season is told better than Hill house.
2: I would agree with you on that Uh, with everything included.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Um, The reason I say that is, is, is primarily because a small complaint I don't believe I had at the time, but I may have had overall that about Hill House that uh, I wasn't the biggest fan of was everything had to do with like again, the, the, the double entendre of the word haunting. Everything was about that. But the ending of Hill House was like, no, it's like a fucking demonic force in the house. And I was like, okay. Alright, that kind of sucks a little bit because now it takes away from that whole like the mental health part, you know, um, not entirely, but it took away a little bit. This show didn't do that.
2: Well, did they? Okay, can I ask this? I don't because I I don't know. I haven't looked it up, so I don't know why I haven't looked it up. Did they base the haunting of Hill House on the original
0: haunting of Hill House? Based yeah. on the original novel by Shirley Jackson, yes.
2: Okay,
1: but so think, yeah, mental no, health
2: does actually play into that story.
1: Right. Yeah, it does. Like in, because in I, did. I thought
2: they based it off that, but you do know there's one that was done with Vincent Price and then the one they oh, did yeah. in the 90s.
1: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. And then like, like
2: What? Vincent Price did a haunting on Hill House? Yes, he did, honey. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. There's a
1: movie, there's a movie that came out even earlier than that called The Haunting that everyone hates that has like uh Catherine Zeta-Jones. Mm. Oh, uh, that's based yeah. on that. Um Oh, that's 1999. My bad. <laughs> that's the one you're talking about. Anyway, uh <laughs> Yeah, it was
2: I mean, and it, who else? I had that one guy in a uh Liam Neeson, I think.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah. But it wasn't like the Vincent Price one. It was no, different, it was you no, know. Really
1: different. Well, that's I think that's that's the thing right there to me that I think what again, what makes this show so great and if they get a third season to do a third story, keep this motif going of the idea that again, I, str- I can't stress enough, the double entendre of the word haunting. Um, the reason that I also say that, like, I think that this story is told better than, than blind man or uh, blind manners told better than Hill house is again, let the last episode of Hill house was all about defeating the house. Um. Yes, it did have some of the elements of, like, the mental health stuff and, like, all the kids are locked in the room. Um, but the, the part that bothered me again was just, like, the defeating of the house, whereas Bly Manor stuck with that motif of mental health all the way to the end. And I fucking love that.
2: Well, yeah, it did. And honestly, you know, the whole... Um, creepy British child syndrome helped a lot. <laughs> yeah, you because know, there is something. Maya, what is it
1: again? What is it? It's a uh, it's a, a perfectly uh, what it's perfectly spend it. Thank
0: you.
2: <laughs> uh. Yeah, so that I think when you add. Um, Good child actors to horror, it works out beautifully. Oh yeah. Yeah, because children are creepy little shits. They really are. I love them. I love my own spawn, but she can be creepy sometimes. It's like when she does (laughs) that that certain laugh that's like, oh, what are you up to? I know you're you're causing trouble or something's you know going down right now. What is it?
1: (laughs) Uh I was I I actually missed um, I don't know if you know this. Oh, you know this buddy i don't know why i'm saying it like that jesus christ it's because i haven't talked to you about hill house that's why i'm saying that um all the hunt all the all the hidden ghosts in the background of, of hill house was something that i thought was really fucking cool like they weren't meant there to scare you but like if you noticed it you were kind of like questioning what you saw maybe and kind of that
2: like was fly manor as well
1: didn't see it once really No joke. I was talking to again. I was talking to Andy playing Fall Guys, and he was like, "Yeah, we were watching it. Like, there's hidden ghosts in that show too. Because like, there was a there was a shot where you see like a dude in like what looks like a a plague mask mask in the background. I was like, Wow, good, good eyes, good fucking eyes. I missed that entirely. Yeah, were you playing a video game? No, I legitimately no.
2: That's crazy. I mean, maybe you were really intently focused on the main characters. yeah, there were lots of things going on in the background of that show. To be, to be fair,
1: I I didn't notice any of the hidden ghosts on Hill House either. Um, wow. um Yeah. It's See
2: that's why you wouldn't have noticed Black Noir on a roof. <laughs> and I would. Right. Right, exactly.
1: That's why I argue that when people are like, How'd they not see him? I'm like, Well, <laughs> it's pretty easy to get fucking tunnel visioned.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, but that's great. I, I fucking love that. That's in the show. Like regardless of if I notice it or not, like having that in the show and, and giving you that creepy vibe without like, I love that this story had no jump scares. I don't get me wrong. I love the one jump scare in Hill house. I think it's a brilliant jump scare. I'm so happy that this show didn't have any jump scares. Um, I mean, you
0: can argue that you know Peter Quint all of a sudden hand around his throat and him getting drugged could be a jump scare. Yeah, I guess,
1: but
2: it depends on how jumpy you are. I'm kind of jumpy. I do have that reflective action. You know, I twitch very easily. <laughs> you know, <if> somebody gets <laughs> knocked down or hit on a show, I'm like, I do that twitch thing. You know, <laughs> so yeah, there there were some twitchy moments in there for me. <laughs>
0: There were a couple of moments in this. Yeah. Uh, something made me jump. And I think that may have been one. Yeah. Uh, and But I don't the, remember. Like I said, it was last weekend, two weekends ago when I watched yeah, it. Yeah,
2: That's when we watched it too. But I do think that the, the number eight episode, again, I think that it had to be there to tie in for the end. Yeah. You know, because that's where she ends up going. And well if you, but she starts out as a protector. Now that lets you know she she has every opportunity of turning into what that woman was, because time slips by and you forget.
1: Right. Again, I again, I I, I don't hate the episode. I just really really dislike that it was a cliffhanger leading into the finale. Like that's what I didn't like. That's as simple as it is. Well, if you notice that episode three was called the two
0: faces part one, you didn't get part two of that episode until episode seven.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It didn't totally deviate from the plot points again. I, I, and I can't, I, I, I love Michael Crichton's stories. I can't stand the way he writes books because the dude will stop an entire plot point to tell you about the science behind something that takes like five chapters.
2: Oh, he's like Jeff. <laughs> no, wow. I love him for that. He is very descriptive. Sometimes you ask a question and you get a whole lecture on the answer. So I learn a lot.
1: Yeah, I, 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 I'm very much in, in the mindset of just keep the plot driving forward. I just care about the plot. Um, my dad would have been fucking ecstatic if like during, like right in the middle of fucking, uh, uh, Hunger Games, the book was like, now let me tell you about the history of Panam and how this came to be. My dad would have been like, yes, fucking, halt the fucking plot entirely to tell me about the history of this world. I, I now that's something
2: that, yeah, if they had put that in the, you know, the first episode or the, yeah, the first episode of their series, um, I, I would have liked to have known how we got here and why it was set up like that and how all these people in this giant district, all managed to, you know, coalesce on this one area, you know, I'm, I, I've got so many questions, but I guess they'll never be answered. So,
1: <laughs> I, I'm, I'm a big advocate for uh, less is more when it comes to storytelling. A lot of
2: times it is, but I, you know, that's it. There's, there's three parts and, you know, how we got there, I think is a very big story. I'm like, how the fuck did we end up here? This is what I want to know. It's like, you know, I, I didn't watch The Purge until like a few months ago. My sister finally talked me into watching it because I was just like, How is this a thing? How are people this stupid? How 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 did this become something? You know? And my I, watched mind, it my and mind I was goes, like, oh God, no, this is horrible.
1: <laughs> yeah, my my brain ab-, ab like immediately fills in those gaps. Like my brain just goes okay, like society just dwelled to the point where they had to do this and and now it's a thing. Go. Start. Hit the ground running.
2: (laughs) Well, it's like, you know, a free-for-all lottery. I don't know if you've ever read the lottery or seen any of Uh, the things based on it where, you know, basically a town has to pick people to die. Yeah. That's what it kind of felt like, but it was a free-for-all lottery. It's like the whole town's going to go after who they think should die. You know, I'm like, this is this is crazy. <laughs> I mean, I'm, yeah, it was so weird, and I was like, okay, yeah, I've seen it. I can say that much now. I still don't get it, but okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, it, that, and we've established that that's the major difference between you and I is that I I do not give two fucks about that kind of thing. Like, if you want to tell me that, cool. I, it doesn't it doesn't change the 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 where the plot was driving for me. Um. Well,
2: it's like there was a show that on Prime, I think that Jeff was watching. It was about witches that had a military and it was all female and it was in the future or something. They, They basically stopped something from happening back in Salem. And from then on, they protected you know, the humans and they're in an army and I couldn't get into it. And he was like, why? I was like, because this is not witchcraft to me. There's no way in hell. These bitches are going to let muggles order them around. It's not going to happen. You know, (laughs) I just, I couldn't vibe with that in my mind. It's like, every time I think of witches, period, it's like, you really think that a bitch you chained up and, you know, twisted her thumbs and dunked her in water is a witch? If she were really a witch, she would not be in this situation. With the powers you attribute to her, she would not be in this situation. You'd be the one burning, not her. You know, so I found this very highly unrealistic, and it just bothers me. And that's that's why I have problems with some shows. I can't, I can't. You know, just go back I, and go with the flow. Sometimes
1: can I? Can I? So there's a, um, I don't, I, it's hard to sit there and say I recommend it because the guy who told the story, who did the video, um, is a, uh, is a sexual predator and he's got a piece of shit. Ugh. However, uh, there's a point to it that I think is very poignant. Um, and this was also before it came out. So Max Brooks is his name. He's, uh, um, oh, yeah, not Max Brooks. I'm sorry, not Max Brooks. I'm sorry, that's that's the wrong I was, guy. I apologize okay, I was like, I
2: friend. didn't know that about him.
1: Do <laughs> uh, you ever see the movie Chronicle?
2: I don't think I have.
1: Um, it has. Uh, it's about a, It's a, It's like a. It's like a found footage movie, but it's about a bunch of boys who find like a meteorite, and it gives them. Um, uh, I believe it's called Chronicle. I'm not looking it up. Yeah, it's called Chronicle. Yeah, uh, it was like Michael B. Jordan's like one of his break ro- or, like big roles or first roles. Um, but it's uh, written by Max Landis, uh, and Max Landis is. Um, uh, the other is that Landis, you know. No, 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 not a pedo. He's John Landis's son. Uh no, he's a um he's a non-consensual sexual predator to women.
2: Oh in, in a
1: more or less sort of way. Like he's he's just kind of a piece of shit. Uh, yeah, he's not a good person, but but in this video, um he uh he basically talks about the the story of Superman in the terms of the death of Superman. He goes through like the story of him fighting doomsday and dying. And then how DC kind of wrote four different stories that had to do with different Superman. um, And, and then how like they made Superman come back from the dead by retroactively giving him powers. He didn't have before. It's really funny because it's, it's kind of told like drunk history where um, all the shots are done with other actors um like famous actors like a uh, uh uh what's his name the the oh, Jim. god damn it um hold on give me 2 seconds uh <laughs> Elijah Wood Elijah Wood's in it oh uh, did um, you say jim and then you went to Elijah Wood no i said jesus just quietly oh. <laughs> uh jim um Anyway, it's it's really fun because it's it's called The Death and Return of Superman. There we go. I, I just fucking found it. Um but you have a bunch of actors in it that are that are basically just very poorly um uh, suited if you will. Uh but doing the 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 acting and stuff based on how he's telling the story. And he is drinking while telling it. So that's why it's entertaining. It's like 20 some odd minutes long. But when he gets to the end, um, and he gets past all the stuff and, and he's 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 really upset about how they they retroactively made Superman come back from the dead, he hated it. He was like, because it it, it breaks the rules of what I understood about Superman. It it, it ruins how I how I saw Superman and, and um
2: i hate that for you.
1: <laughs> so when when he goes to his dad. His dad by the way being played by uh, simon Pegg, um he goes to his dad and he says like he says all this he's like i hate it i don't understand the dad goes let me ask you a question son yeah um how do you kill dracula how do you kill a vampire and max says steak to the heart garlic sunlight he's dead and his dad goes wrong you can kill a vampire any way the fuck you want because they don't exist. Huh? <laughs> True that. I love that because I think a lot of people place rules on supernatural fantasy-based stuff all the time that I don't think necessarily need to apply. I can't sit there and say what you're talking about with the show that had to do with the witches and the army and yada yada. Um, but I think that when it comes down to watching something that has to do with a fantasy-based character um, and saying, I don't like it because it doesn't do this that this other story did, that's a major misnomer. Like, you're kind of taking away what it could be. Uh, So the reason I'm telling you this, the reason I'm getting to this is that when it comes to, let's say, Bly Manor, or Hill House. I love that some of the ghosts aren't malicious or malevolent. They just are there. Um, that I love how they tell, how ghosts work. So in season one, when Nell dies, she travels to her past and she's the one haunting herself. Love that fucking idea. Uh, I love the idea that um ghosts aren't necessarily just there to hunt. They just can't leave. Um and 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 I love the idea that ghosts maybe not know that they're dead or or that they they lose their fucking face because over time they forget who they are. That to me is brilliant. That kind of stuff is not normally told when it comes to ghost stories. And if it has, please let me know cuz I I don't I don't know. I have never seen it.
2: That's why you need to watch um, the living in the bed. Uh, that is a very unique ghost story. And I was really hoping they were going to do a season two, but they, they don't have to, but the, it was a BBC thing. I think it was like six episodes. Definitely worth watching. Freaking loved it. <laughs>
1: I, I I just yeah sorry about that rant everybody I just I love uh, your phone I just love the idea of doing something different I said this about video games earlier I said I'm tired of playing the same old shit I want new unique stuff I want things that exist like the idea of a battle royale like Fortnite, where it's you know you just eliminate players until you get to the last mm-hmm. one but different so that's why I love fall guys because the genre works, but you can do different things with it. The genre of horror exists. Do different things with it. I think that's to me a, a, to an extent why I love Lovecraft Country. Because it was taking that type of horror and doing something different with it. Um, And same goes for Hill House and Bly Manor. It It's not the same shit I've seen. It just really isn't. So to me, that's that's why it's unique. To me, that's why it's great. Um... Sorry about the rant, everybody.
0: I'm, no, no, I'm you're back. you're fine. I mean, I want to see them do another anthology, another se- se- series, you know, and use the same actors again. That was great.
1: Yeah, I yeah. loved it. I mean, if I if if you were to ask me which is a better a, a horror anthology, this or American Horror Story, I'd say this hands down easily. By far.
0: I've <laughs> never watched American Horror Story. I tried to watch and I'm They're like, not
2: missing anything. Eh.
0: This you're sucks. Right But these these are enjoyable anthologies, so I really like what they're doing, and I hope they do more.
1: Oh, I agree, wholeheartedly agree. As far as I can tell, this season got massive praise. So,
2: Black,
1: Um, why don't we go ahead and give it our final thoughts? All
0: right. Well, I'm going to go ahead and uh, thank you. I'm going to go ahead and give this uh, season an A plus. It was. Beautifully shot, beautifully told, beautifully everything. It was perfectly splendid. <laughs> um, it really, really was. And I love the fact that it was just as much a love story between two people as it was a ghost story about this place. Um, I really, really enjoyed it. And you know, it had you know that sad, melancholy. Uh, ending, but at the same time, it was a satisfying ending for me, Uh, but yeah, yeah, they do different things with the horror, you know, like you had said, I'd never seen, uh, you know, Ghosts Over Time forgetting, so of course, they start to lose their features, that was a cool thing to me, I didn't know that that was a thing, Uh, but you know, yeah. I'll have to check that series out that the BBC did, Betty. Yeah, no, I've not but, it either. But, but yeah, uh, I'll give it an A plus. Uh, What what, what do you guys think, Maya? Or sorry,
1: Betty, go
2: ahead. Um, I would also give it an A plus. I mean, I think it was beautifully done. The lighting, the aesthetic, um, the story itself. I I wouldn't even say it was just one love story. I think there were several love stories in there of all different kinds. It was yeah. beautiful. And the way I they agree. just they they wrapped it into a beautiful tapestry and the way it ended. It was sad, but it was beautiful at the same time, you know, so I definitely give it an A+. If you're looking for something to binge watch this weekend, this is definitely it.
1: Uh, I mirror both of what you said. A plus for me, it's it's. It's stellar. Um, I know that sounds weird, considering the gripe I gave it about episode eight, um, but it's it's really a minor gripe. It was it was really my only gripe, <laughs> so I had to bring it up. Um, I just wish it was placed like an episode earlier. That's it. That's literally it. Um, but uh, no, the whole thing is fucking gorgeous. I also i should i should mention this. I love that when they're telling the past, the it's all in like black and white ish like not entirely black and white but close enough like it maybe like a sepia tone. Yeah. I fucking loved that. I was like that's really smart. That's really <laughs> clever film film shit. Um Yeah, the 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 whole story the way it was told again the ending is I think is better than than Hill House. I think that I love the idea of like uh, um a sad story that ends in that fashion. Um again, Hill House had a very Bittersweet ending, um, because the, 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 the four kids that were still alive had closure, um, and then they all got better. Um, this show did not do that, <laughs> not at all. No, <laughs> it was like, no, nope.
2: but they forgot over time, obviously. Yeah,
1: yeah, they did. It's like um, a
2: conspiracy among the adults that will stay that way and let the children keep on going on living on their lives without this, you know, forever haunting them.
1: That's true. I, I also say this, that if you if you are looking to cast somebody in a role, please don't look past Raul Cooley. Oh, I he's do, amazing. Um, oh, I fucking love him. Good gravy. Good, good gravy. Apparently the, the shot in the show where he um, puts the towel on uh, uh, the girl's name. What the fuck's her name? I'm drawing a blank. Help me out. Little girl. Little girl. Uh, Flora? Flora. Jesus. When he puts the towel on, like, the, like the little uh, hand towel on Flora's head and then takes it off in the background, um, that was a completely, like, out of character moment that they somehow caught on film.
2: Because
1: uh, what he, he did, he went out of his way to, like, you know, greet the, after, after greeting all the adult actors, he wanted to, he knew he was going to be doing a lot of scenes with the, the two kids. So he yeah. wanted to um, establish a relationship with them early on to let them know like uh, it'll be fun. It's not going to be a, you know, a, a sad time because the story's sad. Like you, he, he talked about it on Twitter and, um, and you know that a person is good when they do something like that. So
2: I yeah, know. I loved him on the
1: zombie. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't watch I zombie because wasn't really a wasn't really my cup of tea. I didn't have anything against it. It just was like the plot. I was like, eh. <laughs> not yeah, movie. it's
2: cheesy, but I liked it.
1: Well, it's CW, so of course it's going to be cheesy. But yeah. um, uh, it's one of the rare CW shows that I don't have a problem with. Uh, but not like fucking Riverdale. Uh. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So if you guys are looking for something spooky wouldn't call this scary. It's just eerie and unnerving, I guess. Yeah. Which is a better kind of horror. If you ask me. Oh, uh, absolutely. Uh, definitely check out the show. It's and, and check out fucking Hill house too. If you haven't like, it's definitely worth your time. They're both great shows. All right. Well, I think that's going to be it for us. Uh, we're going to wrap it up uh, next week. Guys, we're going to be watching uh Rat's subsequent movie film which comes out uh, the day this episode drops. Um, And we're going to watch the Netflix movie The Devil All the Time starring Tom Holland and Bill Skarsgård. I've been wanting to watch that one for weeks now and I just haven't been able to, so we're just going to do it for the podcast. And and it's two movies, so not a whole lot of time on our hands. Uh, The following week, we are going to be reviewing episode one of Mandalorian, Uh, at least uh, Maya and I are. Betty does not have... Okay. Um, uh, you can. I. I don't know if you want to sit through all of season one, Betty. Like, it's, up it's to
0: eight. It's eight episodes. They're about thirty-five minutes in length apiece. That's not bad. It's yeah. not a terrible watch. You can watch it all in the afternoon. And I know you aren't the biggest Star Wars fan, hmm. but the things about Star Wars movies, this. Doesn't have a lot of that in it,
1: right. This is a was, very different feel. I was also going to point out that somebody on Twitter made an excellent point, and that was, why is all the best things about Star Wars not the movies?
0: Huh. this is absolutely one hundred percent true. yep, the universe and the lore that the movies inspired are far better than the movies
1: far better. It's ridiculous. like there's been games that I've played that are more enthralling than any of the movies um but anyway. Yeah, that's 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 of the point. Uh, yeah, so we're going to be reviewing that. Um, I don't know if we're adding anything onto it yet, guys, but we'll get there next week. Um, but yeah, so so Borat 2 and Devil All the Time, watch those. Come join us next week, it'll be a good time. Uh, follow us down below at all the yeah. links on all the social medias,
0: and uh, yeah,
1: um, I guess, yeah, the.
2: Oh, are we playing Jackbox Saturday?
1: Uh, No. Actually, yes. Yes, 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 yes. Sorry. Yes, we are. Absolutely. Oh, sweet. Sorry. I've, I, I'll tell you guys off, off stream why I said no to that because I forgot the timeline. Anyway. Um, yeah. Uh, so join us tomorrow night. I was going to say the Twitters if we want to throw out the Twitter of our personal Twitters. I don't know. Oh. We have.
0: <laughs> uh, you can find me on Facebook. Public profile. And uh, everything's linked there. There
1: you go. And
2: you, go. you can find me on Twitter at bright betty, I'm and the only one.
1: on all social medias. Jesus, Stop just over talking. <laughs> sorry, I thought it cut out. I thought she was done. I'm sorry. No, Frank, no. I
2: well, you? I am now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it sounded like you went Bri- uh, bright Betty on Twitter, and then there was no audio on my end. <laughs> Fucking internet. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, that's it, guys. Join us next week. We'll uh, it'll be a good, good, good conversation. I hope, uh, like this week, where Maya and I don't agree on a show.
2: Huh.
1: I don't know. I'm just. It's okay.
0: okay. We, uh, you know, we're not always going to agree on everything, but hey, at least we all agree on Bly Manor. Go watch it. Check it out. It's fun.
1: Yeah, I mean, technically, technically, you did give. Lovecraft Country at B, which is not a bad, grade. yeah. It's not it a
0: bad grade. show, it's just for me personally, I thought it was a bad end to a promising show, yeah. Um, but
1: yeah, but yeah, join us, join us Saturday, guys, for Jackbox. We're going to be playing the new Party Pack 7. Uh, we we really enjoyed it. Hopefully, there's an update soon so we can play fucking Blather around without it crashing.
0: Yeah, follow the uh, show, uh, at queued up podcast on Twitter for those updates or you know, the Facebook links in the description are below to see when we go live. We had a lot of fun and, uh, you know, Betty's sister joined us and played along and she's had a lot of fun and she was helped putting the name out there and, you know, posting it on Facebook too. So special shout out to Bambi for doing that. That was awesome of her. Absolutely. Absolutely. And look forward to playing with her some more.
1: Yeah. She's, she's fun. She's a lot of fun. All right, everybody, that's it for us. Uh, I'm going to go get some food, and uh, you guys do your thing. I don't know what you guys have planned. but
0: I have an emergency dental situation that mm-hmm. I have to have taken care of, and i got 16 minutes to do it in.
1: Yep, so let's <laughs> close it out. All right. All right, thank you so much for being here. We love you. We'll see you next time.
2: Bye.
0: No peace, love, and polypops?
1: Peace, love, and
0: polypops. <laughs> <laughs> Take I'm care, never everybody. Never going to live it down. <laughs> never.